Hey y'all, welcome to Truth Juice. On this podcast, we're here to unpack the truth of living set apart while being fully authentic in the daily challenges we face in this life. If you love Jesus, that's great. We do too. If you don't or don't even know who Jesus is, no worries. Listen anyways. We just hope that you enjoy the show. Happy Tuesday, morning, afternoon, evening, maybe not Tuesday that you're listening to this, hopefully is because you should be keeping up, but whatever's <laughs> Tuesday, hello. Hey y'all. Hi guys. <laughs> How y'all doing? How do I just start the episode checking y'all? That's crazy. That is exactly <laughs> what the whole episode coming for your whole throat. Let conviction First fall thing. where it may. First thing. <laughs> On site. I love that phrase. Even though this is a podcast, so you can't see us. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't connect. On here, on audio uh, wave. Mm -hmm. On wave. The wave conjugation. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. First of all. Shut up. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're wondering why Jasmine... just got so weak bruh go away if you're wondering why jasmine just got so weak (laughs) i was referencing a video oh my god that we watched of a celebrity talking about waves and curves and wave conjugations (laughs) and how there are no straight lines and opening the flower of life properly (laughs) i just here's the thing you guys here's the thing i'm going to be myself Mm -hmm. And people know me, and you go, okay, that's it. I know what you expect. There are no surprises. Tasia is a, there's a surprise around every corner. I swear there I is. I don't think so. Every corner there's a surprise. If you didn't think I was going to mention wave congregation after you said no, waves. No, no, no. <laughs> I was trying to really solidify what ear waves, like what it was. Mm-mm. I was really trying to be like smart about this because thing. Because the waves <laughs> are like the curves. Curves. So where do the straight lines come, come from? <laughs> And we opened the flower of life properly, properly, <laughs> and it took me thirty plus years to do it. If so, you guys are still confused, that's how confused we were when we watched this video. Because anyway. what? <laughs> that's exactly how they uh, sounded in this conversation. A, a very popular uh, actor man, man, started man. saying this stuff, and it was Y'all interesting to us. Gold, you hear what I'm saying? So, Comedic gold. If you know anything about because the they were very life serious and properly open opening, let it, us know. We'd love to know more about so what that, that we stop doing it improperly and. How do you conjugate a wave? Because I know how to conjugate a verb. In I can French. conjugate a <laughs> verb in Spanish for I've sure. Never conjugate a wave. Never con. Nope. Not really, or from a. Mm-mm. Anyway, that's not what this episode is about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did feel obligated to explain what was Happy happening. Happy day. Thank because I wasn't prepared and it just threw me all the way off. So we're all thank you here. for that, Tasia. That was a true um, authentic laugh. Yeah, that's Tasia. I'm Jasmine. It's nice yeah. to meet you guys. Welcome to Welcome the to show, Churches, the podcast. Yes. Welcome. Thanks so much for hanging out. Um, we yeah. actually are coming to speak to something else today. Yes, actually. We are. Um, honestly, from our conversation last week, if you haven't listened to First Comes Self, Then Comes Love, episode 12, you should. Um, this is a spinoff of that. Someone recommended on our team, recommended actually, that we unpack 
um, what receiving God's love looks like. Um, but I also think that conversation has to be had in the sense of understanding rejection too, because I believe that the way that we understand the word love mm -hmm. usually is impacted by how we've experienced quote unquote love from other people or have not experienced love from people. Yeah. Thus causing us to have challenges in how we receive God's love. So yes. I thought it was a pretty good topic to follow up with from last week's conversation. I think last week's conversation was, um, could have been interpreted as harsh. A little strong. It was very strong. Okay. Um, very strong. We mm -hmm. recognize that. And yeah. I think it was uh, almost intentionally strong. Yeah. Um, because there was, there had to be some piece of that, um, of societal understanding that we had to break away from. Like we had to, we had to break what the culture says that is. Correct. And we had to break that down. Um, but I think where um, we can shed some better light on that conversation and not speak about it too superficially mm -hmm. is that to love others, you have to have received the guy's love, not just know about it. Right. Um, and Be some familiar, people say, yes. well, that is self-love. Not really. Eh. It's the receiving of God's perfect love. Yes. But you've got to receive it. You've got to accept it. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the, 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 the point that we want to make sure we speak to today mm -hmm is what receiving it looks like. And like Jasmine said, there's a lot of different experiences that will hinder or encourage you to accept and receive God's love personally. Uh -huh. um, and we're going to talk about that. We are. We both got life experiences that will contribute. Definitely will contribute to this little to conversation. To this dialogue. For sure. Which, great, Tasia. So let me start with. Please. One, do you struggle currently to receive God's love? If the answer is no, when did you stop? If the answer is yes, why? It's like um, a two-parter, three-parter, mm, three-piece, four-piece. Chicken um, nuggets. Basket um, from Popeye's, yes. <laughs> Not the chicken sandwich because we're over it. Proceed. <laughs> Not, the Not the chicken sandwich. Not the chicken sandwich. Um, I would say I don't struggle as frequently okay. anymore. I think... Um, I can, I still am getting my head sometimes about specific things. So mm -hmm. there are some things I'm thinking like, yeah, of course, God, God love me. Yeah, he love me. Like, That's what he, he said. That's what the words say. Wrapped in his love. All of that. Mm -hmm. But then there are certain trigger points that I have or certain um, wounds or scars mm -hmm. that once they get tapped on, yeah, I I have to, I end up having to reconcile with that. Mm -hmm. um, and... Um, that's what makes it hard for me. I will say that there's a point where I've had to, it's a point of understanding about um, the full, mm, it's hard, you can't really say full because there's still pieces of God that we don't quite understand or know about. Yes. Um, the full awareness of the, what we've been just exposed to. Just the fullness to. of who he is. And what we've right? been exposed to. Yes, seen, I think yeah. um, all of that came to a, a head when I started pursuing understanding about the Holy Spirit. Okay. Because I knew God the Father. I understood who God the Father was. That made sense to me. Mm -hmm. And then I understood God the Son, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. That that made sense to me. I I mean, not really when you think about it, but like, sure. I could accept that, right? Uh -huh. Like, cool. But then there was, was this Holy Spirit thing mm -hmm. <laughs> that I was like, don't know what that is. I'm going to leave that to the left. Yeah, we're good. We're okay. What I recognize is when I kept saying, don't know what that is, I'm going to leave that to the left. That was a season of my life where up, I mean, through that point that I really didn't understand God's love for me. Mm -hmm. And then once I understood more about who 
the Holy Spirit was mm-hmm. and his purpose in our lives mm-hmm. and how he moves in our lives mm-hmm. and the representation and evidence of him in our lives. Yes. That's when I learned to better receive this thing called God's love because I received the Holy Spirit. Oh. And so until I received the Holy Spirit, I did not receive a revelation of truly internalizing what God's love is about mm-hmm. and that it actually is something that's for me, not for the um, supposedly righteous who have earned it. Yeah. Understanding the Holy Spirit helped me understand that I don't do anything out of my own strength and I have not earned a thing. A thing. Uh-uh. So those that helped me understand that. Again, I'm still full of flesh, right? I still get in my head. I still Absolutely. respond to things inappropriately. I still deal with stuff. Absolutely. And so uh, for me, it is still a regular um, reminder that has to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Because uh, for me, my challenge is, you know, you, you hear, this is for most people on the earth, unfortunately. A lot of us deal with this. Your parents kind of give you the example of God's love. Yeah, serving that. Mm-hmm. And um, I've not always had a proper relationship or understanding of my parents' love yes. for me. And so when those little wounds show back up, mm-hmm. that's when I start. I go back into the cycle of, well, maybe maybe God ain't really feeling me right now. Yeah, he probably not. He's not me feeling me right now. I'm sure, certain. I mean, he I woke up today feeling uh, convicted about something. And... I like was in the car driving and I'm like, man, God, like, oh, why am I the pits? Okay. Yes. And (laughs) I I just was like going clean off about me. About yourself. (laughs) Just about how trash I was. Hmm. (laughs) And then there's just a moment of silence where I just was like, I mean, okay. Yes. Like, yes. Sure. Yes. Whatever. But like, however though, guys, calm down. Yes. (laughs) We don't need to stay like, here. Calm down. This like, you can't self-deprecate the entire time. Yes. Like, that can't. This is not healthy. You no. have to stop doing that. Correct. You do. And so yes. I had to kind of pull myself back to a more constructive conversation with God about me. Mm. Um, so I think it's still hard to do. I don't think anybody, in my opinion, has ever mastered that so I don't fully so. that they never no. doubt it. Or, like, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think that's realistic. Yeah. I think it's an experience that you have to remind yourself. Yes. Is real. And it's consistent and yeah. real. Mm-hmm. Oh. He doesn't stop, but you, our belief system of it does often. Yes, yeah, just because of the fragileness of humanity and how we are a fragile species. We are very fragile and so, weak. Very weak, <laughs> yes. With the extra K on the back. We are <laughs> weak. I wanted to confirm how, very, strong, how strongly weak we very, are. We're very serious about this. Is not, this is not a fire drill. This is very serious. We're so it's weak. Very real. It's ridiculous. Yes, we are. Uh, for sure. So yeah, um, great. What about you? Well, I think I don't know. So when you were talking about the Trinity in three pieces, how mm-hmm. you maybe you know understood two of the three. I think I understood one of the three. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like I logically had the knowledge of Jesus Christ. I got saved when I was really young, and so I've always yeah. just understood like Christ died for our sins. Now I didn't fully understand John three sixteen um, from a fatherly generosity love receiving love standpoint mm-hmm. it was more of like yeah we learned it in bible uh in sunday school yeah children's church and you just know it and that's just what it is and so i think for me holy spirit and god the father mm-hmm. was kind of one that was challenging for me to grasp because i've had a lot of fatherly challenges yeah like even as even in this space now 
I don't really have like, oh, let me call my dad and tell him X, Y, and Z, where I'm like, yes, you know what I mean? Like 100% comfortability from a fatherly standpoint, earthly-wise, if that makes sense. You feel like you're, um, to be clear, the goal is not to make this a counseling session, so I'm going to refrain. No, no, we're, (laughs) this is also how we talk to each other. But I'm curious. This is also how we talk to each other. So y'all are just This is just how we talk to each other. This is how we just, (laughs) yes, we ask each other questions. Yes. (laughs) Do you feel like um, the challenge in in understanding the fatherly figure of God is um, in in reflecting your relationship with your father Mm -hmm. or the different father figures that are in your life, do you feel like it comes back down to the core of a rejection point? Mm -hmm. Like, is that the the root of it is the rejection in that? Yeah. So I think that's the piece that most people deal with. Absolutely. I think that's the piece that really holds people back from being able to um, accept him even as a father, right? Correct. The The challenge with all of this is if you don't accept one piece of this trinity, you can't fully understand You can't it. really you can't fully understand the breadth of his love, no. period. No. If you understand the Father and the Holy Spirit but don't understand the Son, <coughs> you're mm-hmm. missing the the whole the wholeness of his love. Correct. Right? Yes. You're missing any piece. And so the Father figure is a, is a common piece that people miss. Yes. And struggle with because mm-hmm. um, mankind is flawed. Yes. <laughs> and so when we compare the relationship of a father mm-hmm. to our, our uh, earthly fathers, yes, um, that can be child because they're flawed. Mm-hmm. Those are flawed individuals. These are human beings, and I, all and of I, them, no like matter everybody. if you're a good dad or bad. Dad, and that's my thing. All of them are flawed. And individuals. that's what I always go into conversations with is like you don't have to just have like an absent father or a father yeah. that was there that was a deadbeat or a father of trash or whatever. Like you could have a father who loves the Lord, who is always been doing his thing and handling his business, and he still falls short, and it's still not the love of like the perfect love of God the Father. Right. Like always. There's a reason why we need his. That's why he exists in that capacity. Because he didn't just disappear like, oh, well, I only exist for the people who have fatherless homes. There we go. That's not where we are here. That's right? important to understand. Yes. that's a. I think that's a <coughs> that deserves some light to, to kind of look yes. at that a little bit longer. Because, I mean, if we took a, a census of our listeners, mm-hmm. I, I would say most of them would raise their hand and say, yes, I felt the rejection of a father figure Facts. in my life before. Mm-hmm. And um, it did hinder me. And it does something to your identity. Yes, it does. It does something to your worth. It does something to your value. Like, it just really just turns into this, like, spinoff, like, multiple spinoffs of who you... More from a father than a mother, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah? But, I mean, it, some of us have struggles with our mothers, too. Let, let's be clear. They yeah, flaws too. challenges. But I would say there's something about your own identity that is shifted when you have the rejection of a father. Absolutely. Yeah. So I will say, side note, I will say that for us as single people, I was previously in a conversation earlier this week where I had to reword myself because I was so frustrated about like, okay, we're not focusing on the right aspects of this conversation. It was more of like, well, how do you feel about me, Jasmine? And what did I, and so I had to like address like, no, I don't feel any type of way or whatever. Because to me, I'm like, why do you, why do you care how I feel? Because you're pregnant, right? Like you're bringing a baby into the world. Like this is a situation where a child is coming into a situation where it's not necessarily solid. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like, I'm more frustrated that you're not focusing on that aspect of it mm-hmm. because of that dynamic of what God intended a family to look like mm-hmm. and understanding that like the enemy comes for fathers and men. He does. All the time. But that's per- Most that is specifically. 
because men were meant to be the head of the household. They were meant to be in direct alignment with Christ. All of us are, but like in a marriage, the husband is the one that submits to the father. Mm -hmm. So like, we only speak to like women submitting to the husband. Well, yes, but the husband's supposed to submit to the father. And so like, forgetting about how like the husband has to report back to Christ and be res- held responsible for how he managed his family. Right. Most certainly. But like things like this that are, that are in that same conversation of where identities and where rejection and where love and, and how, um, <coughs> sorry, it's fall. Um, <laughs> feel about each other. Um, and just how it, it can be crippling in a family dynamic and right. how kids are affected by it. And so, I think that's a big part for me too. But what I say, like us being single, I say we get the opportunity to recognize that now, not be childless. We don't have any children. Yeah. We're single. Right. So we get to recognize and see that. And even if you are a parent or whatever, like you might be a single parent or what, it doesn't yeah. matter. But just being able to have that perspective of like, okay, I get the opportunity to um, contribute to this conversation and understand what roots look like and how we will put unrealistic, we will put unreal, unrealistic expectations on people. Yeah. especially fathers, to validate us, but then we don't put enough expectation on, on the father, Father God. Right. So it's almost flipped, right? We look at it backwards. It's two different ways where yeah. you should be able to be flexible with people and understand like, oh, well, they're probably still struggling with rejection right. and struggling with the root and struggling with right. challenges as well. And let me find my validation in God the Father and the Father's love right. that exists outside of my track record of doing something well or because for me it's I keep having the same issue or I keep running to the same mm-hmm. problem I keep hit I keep having the same pride conversation or I keep mm-hmm. having the same control conversation oh I'm so sick of me you got to be sick of me too and then it just turns right. into this thing and yeah. he's like okay well you I didn't say that just because like our parents maybe or those that we thought highly of their patience might be thin with us sometimes right because they are flawed right, right. So understanding that, like, and I think it helps us to be better. So helps us to be better patient with each other, patient with ourselves, patient with each other and understand like we're all flawed. We all have challenges. Yeah. The only one who is perfect is God. And so we have to seek validation from him Mm -hmm. in order to walk whole and to allow him to heal us and heal these moments and remove these rejections. But he has to have that level of authority and value in your own life. Right. So if you don't value him. It, then his value of you is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. But like he has no credibility to you. Ex- right. So I think th- this is where this is where the rubber meets the mu- road, right? Mm-hmm. We can talk about how God is, cre- he has created you, therefore he has his all of that. definition of value for your life is more right. important than everybody else's and all that fun stuff. But if you don't value his credibility, mm-hmm. then all of this is null and void. Then we ain't talking about nothing for he, real. We ain't talking about we aren't talking about anything. Nothing. We've wasted the wave conjugations. <laughs> so <laughs> have not nothing. opened the flower yeah, of life, life properly. properly. Yes. <laughs> we yes. did not. Do yes. It. Yes. So yes. So no, like you have to be very mindful um, and make a decision if you're going to find him to be credible or not. Now that part Ooh. we cannot help you with. No, we can't. Not in any capacity. I can't teach you how to find him cr- to be credible in your life. Like no one, neither of us can have a. No, we we can't do it. We can't either. do it with each other. That is legitimately your own revelation. Facts. Um, that you have to identify for your own life. Uh huh. Um, but once he once he is established as a credible source, mm-hmm. right? Once he is established as, um, someone who, um, has um, a say. Like once you establish that. Mm-hmm. 
because we we find people in our life and go, you know what? I this, I identify this person as credible now in my life. They can yes. speak into my life. Yes. Right? We give that permission all the time. Yes, we do. With people we have only known for two and a half minutes or people we knew for 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. We do that. So We do. It's possible. You it make is. that decision, though. You give them that permission. Indeed. Once you do that, then you can start really seeing the revelation of his his love. And yeah. you can start, you can start ex- um, being exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes, how I've had to deal with rejection with um, my father was, uh, A, God revealed to me that he felt rejected. That my, mm. my biological, my, my earthly father w- was dealing with rejection himself. Mm. So God gave me some compassion and revealed some compassion and for me to have. And that's usually what you need. That's what you need, right? Because Absolutely. then you don't hold that anymore with them. Because yes. You go, oh, He's wounded too. He's broken too. So he's broken. How can I be mad at you for existing, doing the best you can with what you got, without truly unpacking he's all of what you got going on? He's got his own set of stuff. Yeah, that is not caused by me or no. Uh, he wasn't out here making terrible. Or he decisions truly just wants to just. Knowing, he truly hey, has a vendetta against gonna, you. This is going. This is going to really mess up Tasia's head. So like, let me he make sure I go that. go about it. No. And so God had to, you know. Um, you pray the prayer, you know, like, break my heart for the things that oh break your God. heart, God. Yeah, I just want to have a heart like yours. I just, I don't uh, think we'd be really wanting that. Bro, when I was in, <laughs> when I was out of town and I was sitting on public transportation, I was crushed. I was absolutely crushed. I was like, why do we pray this prayer? Why do it's we pray this prayer? Because uh, now you bear the burden of it. Oh my All God. Right, now you bear the burden of it. And you like to, <coughs> or we, I'll say, because I, totally did this um, we like to um kind of categorize what you want him to break our hearts for so like our know. hearts for the homeless and yes the people who are you know the least of these in society yes. and but pitiful. then we'd be like but Externally. don't break my heart for the person i'm supposed to forgive nope actually if you could just leave that area of my life alone we'd be great or the person who is in some type of like superiority that has a superiority complex Don't break my heart for them. or a politician that we just totally disagree Don't with how they done that. Uh-uh. Don't break my heart for none of that. Don't break my heart. Cause they good. Them. They look good. Right. Cause it's from an external, what we're looking with yes. our eyes. So. so you gotta have some compassion in those spaces. And mm-hmm. once he does that for you, you'll, 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 there'll be a level of conviction that falls where you'd be like, Ooh, shoot, mm. shoot. Dang. You, you going through just like me. Huh? So then I have to be patient with you, and I have to love you when I don't feel like it, and all those things. And then once huh. you realize that you can't, you can't dictate that your 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 father figure, earthly father figure, is to be God. Mm-hmm. They can't be. They can't be. So just no. Just say hey, it's just not gonna happen. They're not gonna be God. No. You got that right. Um, but the Bible refers to it. Like, just as your earthly fathers would do this, mm-hmm. so, so I will do, right? Yes. So when you read that, if you come from a situation where you don't even know your dad or your, you just had the absolute worst relationship, because I, I would say right now, I did not have the absolute worst relationship with my father. No, same. It could be a million times worse it could than be what way it has been. Worse. It's much better than what it has been in the past. So, uh-huh. like, I can't, I can't, I definitely, this is not a woe is me. If, you, if you're somebody who has really had it, like, Ugh. Yes. You read a scripture that says, just like your earthly father, I will. Man, you be like, 
I don't well, even know what you're talking well, about. That's, first of all, that if you're going to do anything like my earthly father, forget I don't it. want it. I'm out. <laughs> Never mind. Forget it. We're good. Hard Count pass. me out. No, I thank want you. no parts of what you're offering. I'm, I'm fine. We don't. We're. Oh, this is what this Christian oh, thing is. is? Never mind. Mm-mm. Never mind. We're uh, good. So that's hard. That is a that is an obstacle to get over. It is. But again, you have to establish the credibility that God has in your life, and then you have to see it as um, your father figure may not be a perfect reflection of him, and uh-huh. you have to. And, and that's okay. It is. He still did, but we didn't change God's identity because your your father didn't perfectly mirror that identity, right? Correct. God is still who he said he was. Mm-hmm. Again, if you if we establish his credibility, we can do a lot of receiving him as the father. Yes. But that's why I said uh, working through that rejection is very much. Because you got to unlearn it. It's yeah. unlearning. And I think we, um, yep. there's a conference in Louisville. It's called Unbecoming, which I oh, love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the concept of this conference specifically. Um, I mean, granted, we have like personal, like we know, oh, yeah. right. We know, we know her personally. The purpose of it is yes. very much. It's very awesome because you yeah. do have to, you're kind of like an empty vase. And then as you are exposed to things in the world, it just gets filled with stuff. Yeah. So there is just stuff that you have to kind of move around, shift, place the right, compartmentalize appropriately, remove things like that. So it's not like, oh, well, I'm just an idiot. And now I get to just learn all of this good stuff. It's you have to unlearn the bad stuff and you have to be able to identify it. So you have to have the capacity to identify it, which personally comes from the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Um, Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, but then being able to unlearn it and put in the work to break those habits, break those mental habits, those thought habits of like, well, no, this isn't true. Right. This isn't being able to call it out and address it for what it is versus, oh, I'm just going to learn all the good stuff. Well, yeah, but you got to replace the bad stuff with the good stuff. So you got to be open to healing. Because healing is not fun, guys. No. It's not like even when you like break a limb, which I have not, praise the Lord. Um, knock on wood. I know we love Jesus, <laughs> but knock on wood anyways. Um, it's not fun to heal from a no. surgery or heal from a no. broken limb or heal from anything. It's painful. It takes time and it takes therapy and whatever. So spiritually it's the same way. Yeah. And, but spiritually I think what's interesting about healing is like physically, if I have an ailment, I know when it happened. I remember when it happened. I was there mm-hmm. so I can recover. Oh, well six to eight weeks, right? Usually we have like an understanding. Oh, it takes about six to eight sure. weeks. If you have like a spiritual thing that you need to be healed from, one, you have to figure out where it even started at. Yeah. And then usually it's been years and years and years of building off of this challenging thing mm-hmm. that you have to undo. Yeah. And then you can't just say, okay, well, in three months, you'll be over that rejection from your father. Well, that's not true. No. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you there's have. No little, there's no prescription time. No. Nope. There's no appendix. <laughs> like, there is no index of, like, what about this? Like, there is none of that. And, and you have to actively be a part of the you have the responsibility of also contributing to this conversation when yeah. it comes to healing as well yes because well, you contribute to whether or not you'll be uh you can be made whole or not yeah but again it's about how your willingness to do what it takes right yeah. it's like if you go have you have to have knee surgery you you're, you, you tear a meniscus or something like that right mm-hmm. the healing process is dependent on a did you follow the instructions of the doctor Correct. Um, did you do what you say that you're supposed to do? Did you not do the things that they told you not to do? Right. Uh-huh. They said, make sure you avoid this, this, and this. Did you do that? Did you actually adhere right? to that? Or... or did you indulge yourself in things that you weren't supposed to indulge yourself in? Right. Did Correct. you do the physical therapy that was required? Did you do the stretching? Uh-huh. Right. Did you do the strength training? Did you do those things? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of action on your end and it's a lot of obedience on your end. It is. And so if you're trying to figure out why you're not healed from something yet, there is something that you can go back and look to that fully you control. Ooh. 
this is the aspect of control that we should be leaning into. And as someone who (laughs) loves control, I love trying to control stuff that I know I can't. And then I love trying to like look past the stuff that I can. Uh Uh-oh. Well, right, somebody. Okay, somebody. Says, yeah, says okay, there. somebody. All right. <laughs> you done said something. All right, somebody. Mm. I think boy. that's the piece, though. But yeah. I think that's what it is. And so, um, it, and this is why it ties into to God's love. It like, does. You you have to. There is some action on your end. Yes, there is. There. This is not. Um, uh, there's an article that wow i was talking to about with uh, jasmine before we started um on desiring god.org mm-hmm. you ever go to that website there's a lot prepare of your heart and mind first of all oh my gosh it's just an unusual amount of resources prepare yourself about all these different topics yeah podcasts, books, sermons all that fun yeah stuff. But there's this particular article that says <laughs> how to experience the outpouring of god's love mm-hmm. and it's full of meat so take some time to read it mm-hmm. um but one of the things that um the author talks about is how um the experiencing the outpouring of God's love is not this elect electrical moment, this out of body experience. Correct. A lot of people who you know, I remember the moment that I finally truly received God's love. It you may it may be described as something um, very um, uh, supernatural. Yeah, um, a lot of things that we experience in the presence of God feel you would describe it in that way. So I'm not saying that's not what it is, but um, it's this revelation. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a revelation and not out of, um, you know, because of this, because of this, then this, thus this. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like a, you know, a formula. Mm-hmm. But there's a revelation that something finally clicks. Yes. And once it clicks, there's a there's a comfort that flows from it, right? Yeah. There's a, um, um, there's, there's the experience that, like, almost everything becomes clearer, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like when you first get glasses, like when I first got glasses in fifth grade, when I realized that I was actually blind, what I didn't understand until I got my glasses, I was like, oh God, is this what the world is supposed Ooh. to look like? My goodness. Okay. <laughs> I'm supposed to read street signs? Who knew? <laughs> they don't, I just they assumed don't the that they thing. were blurry. So just black squiggles on That's the, actually worse. Colors. How oh. funny, right? Like you just begin to see more clearly and that can be an overwhelming experience. For instance, we've seen word. those videos of these kids that get the ear, uh, the ear pl- yes. transplants, or when they cochlear. Yeah, thank yes. you. Could remember the phrase. Word. And they hear their parents' voices for the first yes. time, and it's like this experience like, for them. Yes, and you're like, that's oh my gosh, example. right? That's what the experience that's of love, so God's good. love is. That's it. That's it. Come that is on. it. I was trying to. I was like, there's an example of this in that's, the natural. That's a that's really it. good example, friend. That's it. It's when that's it's this revelation of uh-huh. oh, this is what. This is what this is supposed to be like. Yes. This is it. Because our experience of God's love is what's supposed to be. Yes. That's how it's always like been. What that's what should be the no, the normal for us. Correct. But when we first experience it, you realize what you've been missing in the, the normal. The whole time. Hmm. That experience. Watch, I mean, there's a million and one videos and everybody's like, there's, you know, it's like this most emotional thing. And when we, people repost it, they be like, my eyes are leaking, right? Yes. There's a reason because you see something very genuine in mm-hmm. that moment. Um, and it is, uh, it is truly an experience that just flows over them. Mm -hmm. Or like the people who have, um, who aren't able to see color and then they put those glasses on and all of a sudden they see all these different colors. It's emotional because it's overwhelming. It affects your whole person. So when you experience the love of God, it's overwhelming. Yes. You don't even understand. Cause you don't, you're like, how, 
how am I even? How able? is this even working? And this is, and also just to this is only like a, per, this is only a perspective or an angle or percentage of what sure. the fullness of what Absolutely. this looks like is, anyways. But even to be able to embrace that piece of it in mm-hmm. the fullness of what we should be exposed to, that whole piece is like, how, what? It's what? overwhelming because you can't even explain it. Once you, no. once, when you receive, you be like, I don't even understand. Listen. What has transpired? And honestly, you know what? So one of the things, so one of the things, I wrote a blog about this last year, I think, or two years ago, I can't remember, talking about receiving God's love. Mm-hmm. And so understanding and thinking, okay, this is how you receive God's love. Well, where does it come from? So God will use people. God will use experiences. He'll use moments, right, um, to highlight his love for you. For example, when we... Um, had just, I think, I don't know, moved into our new, our our condo where we live now. And we needed some like things moving around and shifted and stuff. And it was right after my stepfather had left. So it was only the three of us. And so like, Mm -hmm. we just need a lot of stuff done. And so one of our good friends, their family came over and was just like, Hey, we want to come just help you guys organize. We want to help you guys, whatever. And I had always struggled to receive. I struggle still do really to receive things from you guys when you're like, Hey Jasmine, let me do this for you. And I'm like, yes, okay, do I need to pay you for this? Or do I need, like, to me, it needs to be transactional because of previous experience with people that were like, well, if I do this for you, what are you going to do for me? Like, it's right. been that type of conversation. Right. And so I struggle because I feel like it's going to come up later. But that's, like, my own personal thing, right? And so when they came over and they said, hey, how can we move things around or whatever? And it was so just authentic and gracious and generous and loving mm-hmm. um, to where, like, I knew that they weren't going to be like, all right, that'll be $500, please. Thank you so much. You got cash app, Venmo. Uh, PayPal, like it wasn't gonna be like that. Which one? Can you write a check? We'll see you in a couple of days. You wanna you yeah, installments? You yeah. Maybe you could do it in parts. No, okay. <laughs> so like it wasn't like that. And I remember just sitting, overwhelmed by God's love in that moment, mm-hmm. because it was very selfless. They could have been anywhere else. They had a child. Yeah, he's like five or four at the time. Like yeah. they could have been doing family stuff. They can't even do anything else. And they came over to give their time to help us mm-hmm. in um, a season where we really were working through, you know, hurts and things. And I just remember that moment. Now, there have been so many other moments since then, but that moment in particular will always stick with me because I knew that that was the outpouring of God's love. Yes, I think you, you right? brought a, a very good point. Oftentimes, the outpouring of God's love and how we experience yes. it through the vessel of other people. Yes. And if you're thinking you're going to be in your you know, bathroom by yourself and praying, and yes. all of a sudden you'll feel this like tornado of whirling of like wind and stuff and, and waves in the bathroom. In the corner, you're like, God really loves me. That might be your experience. It might. But um, be open to the fact that it may come through the outpouring of others. It may. So this year, um, I celebrated my 32nd birthday mm-hmm. um, about a month or so ago. And um, I kept explaining to people, they're like, how was your day? And I was like, it was overwhelming. So I don't really like a whole bunch of attention. Yes. Um, just in general, because it's like. It's just not. If I just forget I was in the room, that'd be helpful. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. But I do value my birthday. Like, my birthday is a special thing. For it me. is. And, and half birthday. But what I. And my half birthday. And half birthday. <laughs> trying to figure out when that is. It's February 15th. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a freebie. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I do value that. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was anything that I, you know, I draw attention to, it is my birthday. But 
for me, it's just the, if someone just acknowledges that I was born, yes, I don't need gifts. I don't need a whole bunch of stuff like that. Like that. I'm cool on that. Mm-hmm. If somebody walks by my desk and says, Hey, Tasia, happy birthday. Like I'm like solid. So excited. Like it's, it's fine. A text message is perfectly fine. Yes. I'm not one of those people who needs grand gestures at all. Like, yes. It's, it's cool. Like, yes, I promise you, like I'm solid. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take much for me. Yes. Well, more was done than that on my birthday. So exciting. Yes. <laughs> and I had not experienced that um, at all. I can't really recall that once before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had not experienced anything like that. And it was just overwhelming throughout the whole day. Mm-hmm. How many people who I would not say that I'm like super cool with mm-hmm. thought of me on my birthday was like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, this is a lot. Literally to the point that when I did get to you, cause I didn't even see you until like the evening. Right. I knew she's overwhelmed. Let me not come in here and turn up an act of fool. And it like wasn't I even a bad do. overwhelm. It no, was just it was just like a lot. A, like an overload. Okay. System overload. This is, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. And you start questioning, like, what was wrong with y'all? Like, and I kept telling people, like, you didn't have to give me, like, no, you don't. I got something I'm going to bring. Do not bring anything to me. Like, it's not <laughs> necessary. Like, don't waste your money. Like, you don't have to. Um, And just, that was overwhelming for me. Mm-hmm. And what I learned in that moment was just that God was mindful of me because he knew that I don't, though I don't require it, he felt like I needed it. Yes. To um, reconcile which, with how much he loves and how much he cares. Which once the evening progressed, I found out why I needed that. Because <laughs> there was another situation <laughs> that tried to bring me down on my it birthday. Did. <laughs> it get, did. The, the, what I recognize, the Lord loved me enough <laughs> to put this overflow. To set you up because he knew for greatness because he knew something else out there. <laughs> silly was going to try to pop up. He was like, somebody going to try to kill your vibe. They so let are. me just make sure you get a whole So let bunch. me just set you up for greatness beforehand. Set you up early. The Lord be knowing. But he, he doesn't cares. know. I mean, that's another thing. I mean, yeah. I this, think, just his mindfulness of us yes. is overwhelming. And that's an outpouring of his love. That yes. he thinks in the details of our lives. Yes. That can be overwhelming to receive. Well, that. of course. Um, there was a, a, a story at our church here recently where a young woman was needing something uh, financially for her and her husband. Yes. And I love this God story. was so mindful that somebody else was giving money that day. They looked, they got told them, Hey, go give this to this other person. Same to be this woman. Yes. And soon as the money left their hand, gave it to this woman, somebody else gave something else. To this yes. Person. They came back and gave it to one by the time they gave back to this woman. She, somebody else and gave her another hundred dollars. She went from having $15 to $515 yes. before the, before the service, before not the, the day. Yes. The service, an hour and, and a half. And she had service. no idea about any and of this that. was not like no one planned all of this. It's just this is God's mindfulness. It's so cool to see because I had I and not to make it about me, but this is how I learn and how I, re- I recognize with moments like that. Sure. I had been a part of most of these conversations. Yes. Without even knowing who the woman was. Yes. And I remember people saying, like, do you know somebody needs money or whatever? And I was like, no. Like, no. it just didn't really dawn on me. And then I walk away and somebody else is talking about, yeah, I found this money. I'm going to give it to somebody or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. But, like, I didn't think anything of it. And then to find out that it being who it was, things, yeah. for me, I love full circle stuff like yes. that. I love full circle stuff like that because you get to your to your point. She didn't know all of the things that were happening behind the scenes. Nope. Most of, and we don't know, like for my life specifically, I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Right. But it's so incredible to be able to see that for other people and to see God's mindfulness and God's love and his intentionality. You know, we love that word. His intentionality with us. And it's overwhelming. It is. It's truly overwhelming. It like, is. Hard to being process. A good, being, being a representation of Christ 
is giving people the opportunity to receive God's love. Yeah. So that's why it's so imperative that we as Christians, right? Mm-hmm. That we as Christians truly work work at and really put that at the forefront of our minds in every conversation that we have mm-hmm. and every action we take because we are having opportunity to either continue to support what someone identifies as God's love or to uh-huh. tear down what someone identified as God's love. And in- or introduce. Or introduce it, never right? So like you've got to be, we have to be very diligent in that uh, because this could be an opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, for someone to experience his outpouring yes. um, through you as a vessel. Yeah, man. Uh, but if you, if we're not cognizant of that correct then we could be uh you know ruining an opportunity there could be um if you're not obedient to take action on mm-hmm. things that you go like why would i take 90 dollars and go give it to why? somebody like why did you even give me these 90 dollars? i don't need it like, i don't happening? need it right? like why do you like give all me? of yes. that if we question that we're mi- we potentially could be missing an opportunity yes so it's important again that goes right back to the holy spirit that's important for us to be in tune with holy spirit because yes. um he is the vessel mm-hmm of God's power and mm-hmm. his love. Correct. So, you know, we talk about the Holy Spirit a lot on this show um, because we, how can you not? Um, you not? <laughs> and it's such a, it's, it's historically a very um, confusing topic for people. Yeah, um, it but, is. But what I appreciate is, is um, God has been able to break this kind of down mm-hmm. through different resources um, for the both of us. And Correct. I would say that the, the, the greatest thing to understand is that this is the vehicle that God moves. It it's is. The vehicle, the Holy Spirit is the vehicle that God has moved always. From the beginnings of the earth. Correct. God the Father and the Son existed. Yes. And so since the beginning of the earth, when he spoke into the earth, the Holy Spirit was there. Was there. Because that is the power that he speaks through. Yeah, man. Right? That is, the, that is his hand at work at the end of the mm-hmm. day. And that is the, the way that Jesus was able to do what that's he was able great. to do is through the power and hand of the Holy Spirit. And so that's the we talked about this last episode, the episode before. Yeah, it's our ability to do things is through the power of the Holy Spirit. It and is. So if you don't know or receive the Holy Spirit, there's a limitation in real Ooh. life. Doesn't mean you're not going to heaven, but there's a limitation now that you that is down placed here. On you, yes, here. your effectiveness is limited. Mm-hmm. But once you embrace Holy Spirit. You're thus embracing the movement and flowing of God's love, God's Correct. power, God's Correct. grace, God's mercy. All those things are yes. flowing now through that through that vessel mm-hmm. um, and through that conduit, if you may. And so, yes, conduit. So that's important to understand. Um, and when talking about receiving the outpouring of God's love and internalizing it, it's mm-hmm. through His Spirit. That's His. It ca- like it's His character. It's it yes. is it is He. It- <laughs> <laughs> he is it. <laughs> I do not like it is you. Him. He this, is it. He is. <laughs> he is it. So I think that's important to oh, to God. own. Yes, is that you can't even be a vehicle of God's love without Holy Spirit. And I would hope that. Um, becoming a part of the faith and accepting Christ into your life that you would want more than just to be able to say, well, I know where I'm going when I die. Like, I would hope that you would want the fullness of the faith. the abundant living. Yes. Like, I would hope that you would want the whole thing and not just to be able to be like, well, at least I know my future is set, but... That's it. Like, who wants half of your 401k? Why do you want- I want my whole 401k. <laughs> Give me all of it. <laughs> I want all the benefits. Give me all of it. I want the vacation time. Mm-hmm. I want the 401k. Yep, all I of it. I want the insurance. I want Thanks. all of it. Yeah. Don't just give me half of them Don't benefits. Don't give me a percentage. Give me all the benefits. The 100 percentage. That's all it is. That's it. I think that's, a, I think that's where 
this becomes less cognitive. Yeah. This becomes less of a like, okay, so logically be thinking yes. this, this, and this, and yes, this. Yes, yes, yes. This is where it goes beyond the logic. You cannot explain Holy Spirit in logical terms. First it's of all, it's just not fitting to happen. Don't get me started. We don't have enough time. Don't waste your time on that. To, especially I today. tried it for years. It didn't work. I'm <laughs> rolling my eyes. Receive. You can't see it, but uh, it's 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 not logical, guys. It's, it's not because I'm a means, very logical person, and that's okay. It ain't got to be logical. Because no, again, we said this, this is before, bigger than kind of God. I'm a servant if I can logically understand. Hey, what's the point? Because so, Loki, I'm be trying to figure out. Okay, what's wrong with you then? If I can understand your fullness, then understand what's wrong your with you? Fullness, then there's something wrong with you. You're then. not that more impressive. There's a shortcoming element. Yeah, I'm like more. I can't really <laughs> lean on this so, thing. But all right. But I, I, that Holy Spirit is 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 the avenue. Mm-hmm. That's to me. That's where it ultimately um, comes to to um, comes to a point where you go, okay, mm-hmm. are we are you going to receive that? Yes, because that's. That's how it flows. It is. That's how God moves. That's how we do this thing. That's how. That's how. In, that's how any of this transpires. That is how all of this comes together. It's a required piece. It is necessary. God is not God without the Son and the Holy Spirit. The Son is not the Son without God and the Holy Spirit. Sis. The Holy Spirit is nobody without God and the Son. Come so on. those three things have to. They have. They have to operate in unity. They Come always on. operate in unity. They do Ow. not operate outside of each other. And so you can't receive the Father's love without the Holy Spirit. You can't understand the sacrifice of the son without the father's love. Like you can't do all these things. Yes. None of these things work separate from each other. They all work together. We're all in this together. What's the rest of the words? Don't know the Ooh, dang it. I thought strong. you were going to say it. I knew. You felt so confident. Tasia. All these years, I still haven't learned okay, it. Okay, so I am not. I can. <laughs> I am a musical person. Tasia is too, but I am literally a vocalist and trying to become a guitarist. Keep brain. Anyways, um... I cannot have these half-finished phrases in songs. I hate it. Give it to her every time, though. Happy birthday, too. Like, it has yeah. to resolve. I can't mm-hmm. just leave on the seven or whatever. Or on the two. Hate it. Um, on the ones and the twos. Yeah, no. I don't know what that means. She doesn't. So, Anyways. I was like, what? <laughs> what? I don't know what that means. Um, and I'm not going to go there. If you're a musician, you know what I'm talking about. Great. So... She sings half of this phrase. If you've seen High School Musical, you know there's more than that. Yep. That's all she said for years. Years. And even now, because I still don't know it. And so I was confident yeah. that she had finally Mm-mm. finished the song. No. I do not. I have no desire to finish it. <laughs> so I'm not even going to try to learn no. it. No. <laughs> like, I need to. I think it's funnier when you just stop there. <laughs> and also it's like tormenting to the well, the musician in the room that's like, Ooh, what are the next words? Well, that's not my problem. So <laughs> this is even more of why she likes it. I would just like to highlight this is more of why she likes it. Because anyway. I was going to say something, and I honestly forgot. Oh, I challenge believe Bible-believing Christians, I challenge you to uh, be hesi- become hesitant if you are in conversations with spiritual leaders that only speak to two of the three aspects of Come on. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm going to just leave that there. If you find yourself in a conversation, if you find yourself in a church service, if you find yourself listening to a podcast or a YouTube video or your cousin said they heard this from somebody else at a uh, conference. Yeah, they only talking about two of the three. Shoot. Or one of the three. Oh, what? oh God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because you know one thirty, 33%. That's not a win. 66% also was an F, guys. <laughs> Also, is an F in college and in high school, y'all. Yeah, college is like a D, D minus. So, like, uh uh-uh. uh. 
And that's all. I'm gonna just leave that there, and you just take this, take that, and go elsewhere. All right. Yeah, I think, I For think, real. um, prayerfully, there's been some revelation that's come out of this conversation. Yes, ma'am. Again, every time. I get some for myself. Every time. <laughs> Every single time. Like in real time, when, like we record these, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Good point. Every I should time. write that down. Wow. Um, wow. But mm. if you're looking, I know, I know, um, we do always want to make sure that we bring some light to scripture here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Jasmine has some specific scriptures. Yes, she does. To, to reference. Um, but she does. It, it, again, we'll, we'll post something about the article from Desiring God. Um, dot org mm-hmm. on the outpouring of God's love, but the it's it is referencing Romans five one through eight. So mm-hmm. read that for yourself. I'm yep. not gonna actually read it here because we actually talked about a lot of the concepts we in did. It already. Yes, um, but um, that's one place to start with understanding how to receive God's love and what that really looks like mm-hmm. in, in real life. Um, and then Jasmine, I know you have some. I do have references that I won't read either. John sixteen, starting in verse nine, going all the way through to verse seventeen. It just speaks to um, Christ coming down in love because he definitely made a decision to come down to exist in this human form and to carry out the purpose that God intended for him and how he was giving up his life for his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is a good text to your point from earlier of like, if you're reading about God, the father, you reference him as a father and you have a poor representation of earthly fatherhood. Mm, yeah. This is a good way to look at it from a different perspective of understanding friends and friendships. Yes. So I think that that really sheds a lot of light. So John 16 verses nine through 17. And then additionally going into Romans, I believe you just said Romans um, going from, Romans 8, which the whole book is like, yeah, the whole book, okay? For we know that all things work together. I mean, that's in the, this is Romans 8, okay? The book is good. Yes. So Romans 8, 35, all the way down to 39. So read through that as well. Um, and also, like, reach out. Let us know, like, as you're reading passages, things that stick out to you and things that are um, just something that makes you go, huh. And, and honestly, like every conversation, we want these conversations to trigger curiosity for yourself and not just be like the stopping point. We want it to be the starting point and the igniting point um, with God, of course, of you digging more into what he is wanting you to get from these conversations um, as well. So there's that. Also, one last side note. When this episode is posted, we will be on our 10-day social media fast for our church. Oh, we will. I'm glad you said that. So I just (laughs) thought of that while we were talking. So... You won't be hearing from us on social for 10 days, but the episode will post in, well, obviously you're listening to it. So clearly it posted on time. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously uh, it posted on time, but um, just be mindful. Just share with folk because there will not have been a uh, graphic because I'm not doing that. Mm. So (laughs) there's that. Um, Once the fast is over, I will most likely follow up, and then I'm saying this, and we'll probably forget. But that's not the point. Um, but again, 10-day social media fast. This will be day two yeah. um, of the fast. So if you are not already participating because you're not a member of our church, um, challenge you to maybe just step away from one social platform, step away from all of it. Yeah. Um, just do something that you wouldn't normally do um, from a fasting standpoint. How do I fast? You just refrain from it and replace it with reading your Bible, praying, journaling, Um Things focus like that. Focus time with God is yeah. really the point of a fast. So just and, keep that in mind. Yeah. And if you're curious about like why we're even doing this corporately, you can um, um, go to our website, citygate.tv slash 10. Boom. The word 10. Um, T-E-N. Not T-E-N. Like, uh, not T-I-N. Right. Not yes. 
Thank like you. <laughs> but you got spelled. Thank it you out. for clarifying. No problem. No problem. But it's 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 a actually very interesting um, biblical um, uh, representation, mm-hmm. um, specifically in this season. So I definitely encourage you to check that out if you're curious and want more information about kind of the why. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be a really good time to kind of allow us as hosts um, and then as individuals um, pursuing God to to set some time out. Yeah. And, um, and really reflect mm-hmm. on who he is and what he needs us to focus on Correct. right now. Um, prayer and fasting is a critical part of what we do as Christians. Yes, it is. Um, and it should always be taken into consideration regularly. Yeah. So if you, like, never fast, you should change that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And if you never pray, you should yeah, change Yeah, but that. don't be trying to outfast Jesus because there was some man that passed away trying to outfast Jesus. people want to be better I than Jesus? I don't understand. <laughs> I was like, he what? Why? It's not a competition. You'll never be better than him. It's just not a competition. And also, what you want to say? I've had to longer than Jesus. Like, what? What? You think you're going to get to heaven while he advocates on your behalf during judgment day? I hate it. I hate it. And by the way, God, I was trying to just fasted longer than I did. He tried. Which is why he's standing here right now. Which is exactly why he's here. It's why he's here. Stop it. <laughs> and if Sorry, you are fasting, so if you are fasting, don't be running around here telling everybody you fasting. Additionally, Bible talks about this that is too. between you and the Father. It's just between y'all. Yeah, we tell y'all so y'all don't be like, where y'all at? You, that's the only reason why don't we're telling you. We'll so, come. We'll see you after October. We'll definitely night. follow up. <laughs> but so, for now, for now, just, just it's fine. It's okay. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Okay, great. Um, well, that being said, I don't know if it's worth sending out our social media information. There's really no point. I mean... You can visit our website, though. You can definitely visit our website at truthjuicepod.com. Yes. Uh, we are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Yes. Make sure that you are rating us, liking us, subscribing, sharing, sharing with your friend. Challenge you. Text this podcast to one text. text. This podcast to one person in your contact list. Just share it out with one person. One person. Week. That hasn't heard it before. Don't send it to somebody that listens. Did you talk about it at coffee? On Don't send to them. That's cheating. That's cheating. Send it to somebody that has never heard of it, um, unfamiliar. And if they say, "Oh, I've heard of that," send it to somebody else. The point is to reach somebody <laughs> new. The point is to reach somebody new. So that's your homework for this span of time. Got it. Great. Awesome. All we'll, right. We'll hear. We'll hear from you guys next. Uh huh. Love you lots. Bye. Bye. Bye.